0: This is the 415ers podcast brought to you by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network three times a week with 95.7 The Game. Evan Giddings, Mark Granny with you as always. Please download, rate, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so obviously the Cowboys, in, in our opinions, present a more difficult matchup than Tampa Bay. We have seen the 49ers put together the most – I would say even though Dallas won going away against Tampa and it wasn't very close, I, I would say with what San Francisco did in the second half, to me – Established a level of dominance that not even Dallas put together in that first half, yeah. um, going up by twenty-four. So you essentially get the two, you know, best teams that played in Wild Card Weekend, the two better-looking teams from Wild Card Weekend. But Mark, you know, if we're looking at or reorganizing our hierarchy of who should be favored for the Super Bowl with what the Niners did. I do believe they have a seat at the table. And just taking a look at the betting odds right now from Vegas Insider, the Kansas City Chiefs are still the favorites at three to one. And then second would be the Buffalo Bills at about three and a half to one, from what I'm looking at. And the San Francisco 49ers are the favorites in the NFC ahead of Philadelphia. I don't know if you have the same lines, but it appears for most of the ones that I'm looking at, SF is favored over Philly. Do you believe it should be so? And do you believe that they should be favorites even more to win the Super Bowl?
1: I think I'm at the point where they're my favorite to come out of the NFC. It's really interesting that the two favorites are both in the AFC because the way it works out, only one of those teams can advance. To the Super Bowl, I I guess that tells you that Vegas thinks either of those two teams are better than the NFC representative, whoever it is. Um, But Evan, I feel like that's wrong. I think the Niners should at worst, you know, have the second best odds to win the Super Bowl right now. Whether you think that Kansas City is better, whether you think that Buffalo is better, and and maybe after the poor display that Buffalo put on this past weekend against the Dolphins, led by Skylar Thompson— Maybe think that's Kansas City, but I think behind those guys, it should be the San Francisco 49ers who is playing better football right now across the entire NFL, Kansas City included than the San Francisco 49ers. They just wiped the floor with a decent, uh, a good Seattle Seahawks team, certainly not a great Seattle Seahawks team, but they wiped the floor with them and I know they were at home and. I know this is a team they've already handled relatively easily two times, but that was a dominant win. And to your point, we haven't seen a team be nearly as dominant as that. You can maybe talk about the Cowboys who who won 31-14 to 14 over the Buccaneers, and it really wasn't that close. They were, they were pretty good as well, but that was more of a hapless Buccaneers team than the Seahawks were hapless when they took on the 49ers. So I don't know how you feel, Evan, but I think the Niners should be at worst, the you know the second favorite to win the Super Bowl right now. I, I'm that confident in their ability to go into Philadelphia if needed and pick up a win, and who knows, knock off whoever the AFC representative is. I think the Niners have earned that right at this point of the
0: year. They are playing the best football of any team in the NFL right now. But, Mark, one of the reasons why we both thought that Dallas would be able to handle Tampa Bay is is because of the totality of the season and because of what we've seen over the course of 18 weeks, not just 17. Now, if you want to say that the 49ers' season started when they got Christian McCaffrey or when they got Brock Purdy, I'm willing to hear you. But one thing that I have noticed in recent weeks, and I know the Raiders game is maybe not a great example because there are a lot of factors around that, but the defense has looked a lot more mortal to me And I do also just think against the type of offenses that make the playoffs, that get to the division, and eventually the Final Four and even the Super Bowl, are offenses that I'm not sure if this 49ers defense is going to be able to dominate the way they have dominated a lot of the bottom feeders they have this year that have created a number one defense. I think they have the tools to, but as we saw in the first half on Saturday, when Geno Smith had some time when the run game was productive. He was able to find DK Metcalf and to the point with some help from the 49ers earned his team a halftime lead. That scares me a little bit. And I have not seen what Philadelphia is right now with Jalen Hurts, but I have to imagine with the amount of injuries that they've sustained, including at the quarterback position, the buy should help them. I also believe that Kansas City should be the number one team no matter what, just because I think they have had the best year and they have the best player in the playoffs. I don't quite get the Buffalo Bills being the second team right now overall. I would understand in the AFC, although I still think Cincinnati should be much closer than they are. They're the fifth favorite right now overall. But to me, San Francisco ever so slightly would be number two in the NFC behind Philadelphia to me, and that's only because I haven't seen the Eagles yet and i also believe that what the philly what the philadelphia eagles did this year combined with hopefully that health and that buy getting them healthy gives them a bit more of an edge because also we've seen their division get deep into the playoffs yeah. that means that they have played a significantly tougher slate than the 49ers have and they still ended up with a better record so i it, I hope it doesn't come off as sounding disrespectful, but San Francisco is playing the best ball of any team right now. I think Philadelphia has played the best ball overall this season, and that's why if we're talking about 1 and 1A, I would put the birds above the 49ers.
1: Interesting. I Obviously, this whole conversation relies on the health of Jalen Hurts, and as you mentioned, it's kind of up in the air right now. It seemed pretty clear to me that if they had locked up the number one seed before week 18, Evan, Jalen Hurts would not have seen the field. He played not near 100 percent because the Eagles knew how valuable that buy was. And, you know, they're right about that. Of course, you want the buy not only because it guarantees you, you know, a spot in the divisional round. It guarantees you home games as long as you keep winning before the Super Bowl Uh, but it also gives you uh, and your team a chance to get more healthy. So we really don't have the, the right answer to this question until we know more about Jalen Hurts. But week 18, as I said, it was clear he was not 100%. He was refusing to run, whether or not he could have or if it was just an order from above telling him, hey, Jalen, stay in the pocket, don't get more injured. I'm not so sure there. But I think there's a real possibility that even after a week off, and I'm sure he's taking it as easy as he possibly can while, you know, making sure he's he's staying in it and not getting rusty, there's a chance he's still not the full Jalen Hurts that we saw for, for most of the year come a divisional round against, uh, you know, a fellow division opponent in the New York Giants who are a physical team who will try to make it tough on him. And And we'll see how it all plays out. The Eagles certainly will be favored as they should be at home. But that's not going to be a walk-in-the-park game either. And I think at that point, even before we get a result, we'll have a better idea of what Jalen Hurts looks like and if he's able or willing to use his legs more to take a hit here or there because that's what made him such an incredible weapon, not just that he could run, but that he was willing to run and take on tacklers And with his insane strength and really underrated strength, you know, gain extra yards and drive defenders forward and and pick up first downs and pick up touchdowns. That's what made him and that offense so tough to slow down. So we will see, I think, early in that divisional round game against the Giants how he looks, how healthy he is. And and that'll certainly give us a better idea at at where the Niners might stand in a potential NFC title game if both teams do advance. But that's the big question right now. Um, Now, without a doubt, they're certainly the the one and two. The the Cowboys are the three and, and the Giants a distant fourth in the NFC. But so much still rides on the health of Jalen Hurts. And if he's even a tick below his normal self, that could be the difference in in the Niners heading to the Super Bowl or losing in the NFC title game to uh, to Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. So so that's the, the big if, of course, right now. Uh, but regardless, I still think the Niners have, have a very good chance.
0: Yeah, and look, I think they're very comparable teams. And that's why I do think that this Dallas matchup, even though it's going to be more difficult than playing Tampa Bay, I do think in a way, if San Francisco obviously can survive the divisional round and get to the conference title game will help them because in many ways, one, I think that San Francisco and Dallas have similar teams. I also think that the top three teams are all built now, if you include Brock Purdy, kind of similarly. And then they have semi-mobile quarterbacks that are the driving forces of them scoring points. They all can run the ball. They all have Pretty good offensive lines, although we'll see about Dallas. I know they lost Jason Peters at the tail end of the game against Tampa Bay. The Eagles lost Lane Johnson late late in the season. So left tackle is a bit of a compromised position for both those groups. But San Francisco will get a look at what I believe, if you just look at the entire season, to be kind of a Philly light in a way in Dallas. And so if you're getting a, a good look at the type of team in the NFC East, in the best division in football that you have to beat prior to going on the road to having to beat the best team so far this year in the NFC, and, you know, as far as record is concerned. I do think that would benefit the 49ers even though it may be a taller hill that you're going to have to climb.
1: Yeah. We'll see how it all plays out. By the way, I I was just looking through a few different books online. Uh Niners Cowboys what I saw opened up at uh, Niners minus four and a half. Um, now, usually I, I feel like that's pretty fair. That's that's probably pretty fair. Normally the way it works, uh, a team like the Cowboys, they're a very public team. There's a lot of people always ready to, to bet the Cowboys. So maybe the, the real line, if this was say, you know, the same players on a different team, not, not named the Cowboys, maybe the Niners would be favored by, by a, by a whole nother point. Uh, we'll see where, where the line does move. Uh, If I was forced to make a pick right now, I'd probably take Niners minus four and a half. I know we'll we'll talk about picks on our on our preview episode coming up on Friday. But interesting that the line may be a little bit closer than I was initially suspecting. I I think that probably has to do with the fact that Dallas looked really good on Monday night. Um, But We'll see how it how it all works Um, in terms of the Niners and the Super Bowl. I do think there is. When we talk about Super Bowl odds, the fact that they do have to go through a Cowboys team is something that is probably depressing their odds just a little bit. Because let's say Minnesota won, Evan, and the Niners were taking on the Vikings. Niners are probably favored by more over the Vikings than they are over the Cowboys. And
0: it was four And and a half for Dallas. I'm guessing that opening line for Minnesota would be a touchdown at least.
1: Yeah, maybe six and a half, seven, something like that. I think you're probably right. Um, and then we would have probably seen different, uh, different Super Bowl odds because even just a tougher opponent in a divisional round is enough to depress odds just slightly enough that that maybe it drops you down a bit. So that certainly has something to do with it. The fact that the the Eagles have the, at least on paper the easier matchup probably helps their odds a little bit as well. And I, and I know we're kind of just getting into the nitty gritty of how Vegas tries to to set these things up, but I mean, they're right more often than not. So the fact that they have, generally speaking, Niners slight favorites over the Eagles in the conference is interesting considering the divisional matchups, probably a little more difficult on the 49ers than the Niners have to go on the road to Philadelphia, most likely. So we'll see how it all plays out. But I do think it's, I don't think it's insignificant that that Vegas thinks the Niners have the edge over the Eagles. I think it tells you, a lot about how the perception is nationwide about the 49ers. They just seem like a machine on both sides of the ball that that can't be slowed down.
0: Yeah, no, I I would definitely give you that. I mean, they have been a freight train uh, the last 11 weeks. I mean, they've been phenomenal. One thing, I, I don't know if you caught this, Mark, but I'm pretty sure that with this game in Tampa Bay going final, as we're recording on Monday night, you'll be hearing this on Tuesday morning, that every single game from Super Wild Card Weekend went over. Uh, so it, I guess it depends
1: when you bet. I saw that uh, the, the over, one of the overs I saw for the Cowboys-Buccaneers game was 45 and a half. The game closed at 44, thanks to all of Brett Maher's missed extra points. So I guess it depends at what numbers you're looking at, but I know the first five 100% did basically anywhere you look and and probably depending when you bet the Monday night game could have went over, could have went under. Uh, But yeah, uh, overs, if you bet overs just blindly on all of the wild card games, you came out on the positive side with a, with a lot of money. So congratulations. Uh, It's not the way the season has gone. The under has been the way to make money in the regular season, but so far not the case in the postseason.
0: Okay. No, that's my, that's my bad. It was the, so the line by Caesars at game time, that kick was 45 and a half. I saw 44 and a half earlier and it finished 31, 14. So right in the middle at
1: 45, if you got 44 and a half, congrats, that was a sweat, but a, a last minute touchdown for Tampa Bay got you the over. I personally, Evan, I had the over in the second half and that hit on that last touchdown as well. So I got that one in which is uh a, a nice a nice consolation prize for the fact that that the Cowboys advanced.
0: I don't bet outside the month of March. So for those of the for <laughs> those of you wondering out there, uh Mark Graney is the degenerator of the program.
1: I also got this, a Dalton yep. Schultz anytime touchdown that hit. He had two touchdowns. I should have bet two Evan. I just bet you should one, have. but I'll tell Yeah, you.
0: you should get greedy, Mark. That's the way to go. Double <laughs> down, triple down, put it all on black or whatever the people say in Vegas. Uh...